In Hebrews chapter 9, our beloved brother Paul wrote these words as he closed out that particular chapter. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Death is clutching, grasping, and sucking the life out of every single one of you. Every bodily member that you have, if you're of any age at all, death is chasing you down, and it will get its tentacles and arms around you and choke the life out of you and take you into the grave because we gave away our lives to the power of death in the Garden of Eden through our first parents. And it is appointed unto men once to die, for the wages of sin is death. In the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. It is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. Death is the good part of that statement. The judgment that follows death is far worse than death. And yet we fear death greatly because it's something that we see happen to others and we don't want it to happen to ourselves. And yet the judgment that comes after death is far greater than that. and We've never seen it before. We've never seen any judgment even close to it. There's nothing in this world that can even compare to standing before the holy God of heaven and being judged for our sins and finding ourselves guilty, our mouths shut, and condemned before him. But there's another appointment that was made. And that other appointment that was made was the appointment of the Lord Jesus Christ to be our mediator and intercessor. Amen. So, Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. But the Lord Jesus Christ is only going to appear to those that are looking for him. Those that are looking for their jobs, he's not coming for them. Those that are looking for the things of this world, he's not coming for them. Those that are looking for pleasure in this sphere, he's not coming for them. He's only coming for those, according to this text, that are looking for his second appearance. And he'll appear for them without sin unto salvation. They'll be delivered from death. They'll be delivered from the judgment that follows death because they have a Savior. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. He's come once, the world ignores it. Though they all date their checks and date their papers every day in school by the fact that Jesus Christ came approximately 2,010 years ago. But he's coming again the second time. And then we shall all stand before him and give an account of our lives. But for those that are looking for his appearance, he's coming without sin unto salvation. He's not coming to judge us for our sins. He's coming to deliver us from our sins because he was once offered to bear the sins of many, to bear our sins. May the Lord cause us this day to, first of all, be humbled and sobered by the fact that we are condemned sinners. And that without a Savior, we are appointed to death, and then we are appointed to judgment. But we have a Savior. He's abolished death because he defeated it himself. And he's brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And the gospel commences in Romans, the third chapter, the 21st verse, which by God's grace, we'll get to it today. If you're worried about all the things of this little life, you have a little mind, a black heart, and you're very foolish. This life is so short, so vain, 
and vexing in pursuing its vanity in comparison to the heaven that follows this life if we have looked for his appearing. Lord God, have mercy upon us and help us to keep our thoughts, affections, direction, the priorities for our lives directed upward instead of downward to this earth. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Death and eternal judgment are fitting, right, suitable punishments for our sins. Our Father in heaven, we confess that we are your children first by creation. You formed us from the dust of the earth and we rebelled against thee. And we deserve every bit of trouble, chastening trouble that you bring into the lives of your children. And we deserve every bit of eternal trouble, the lake of fire forever, for the sins that we have sinned against thee. Father in heaven, hear us as we call upon thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And though we are appointed to death, and after death the judgment, we know that we have a mediator that sits at thy right hand, who shall intercede for us and does intercede daily for us, and shall deliver us from that wrath to come. Holy Father, bless us this day as we assemble together as thy children, created and saved through the Lord Jesus Christ, twice yours, adopted by predestinating grace, that we will worship Thee acceptably, and that the Word of God will find a place in our hearts to remind us that by nature we are foolish and wicked sinners, hated in Thy sight. But by grace we are Your beloved children, as safe as the Son of God Himself. And we shall be joint heirs with Him, heirs of Thee, and of all that you own. The universe is ours, and we thank thee for it. Heavenly Father, we come joyfully into thy presence. We know that death scratches and knocks at each door this morning. We know that it is taking our members away from us. But Heavenly Father, we're thankful that there is hope for us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that though we were dead, yet shall we live, and we shall live forever. We thank Thee for immortality and eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank Thee that He took each and every one and all of our sins upon Himself on the cross of Calvary and paid for them fully. And the perfect righteousness with which He lived in these 33 years upon the earth has been applied to us so that when we stand before Thee as we do this day, And as we shall in that great day, we are without sin in thy sight. Heavenly Father, cause us this day, every one of your children, to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ with all their hearts. In their hearts to believe that you have raised him from the dead and to confess that freely with their mouths. And Heavenly Father, direct our attention away from this earth that we would be looking for his soon appearing And thus have the evidence of this text that we are yours, part of the many 
for whose sins he suffered and died. We thank thee for every good blessing that we enjoy in this life. And we have enjoyed many this past week and many this day. We thank thee for health and breath. We thank thee for strength. We thank thee for living in this nation. We thank thee for our our various measures of prosperity. We thank you for the peace that we have as a nation, the peace that we have in our community. We thank thee for the peace in our church, and we thank thee for this church. We thank thee for brethren of like precious faith. We thank thee for the faith that you have given us through the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee for that righteousness, and we thank thee for the source of it, our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee for the forgiveness of sins. We thank thee for food and sunshine. We thank thee for every good gift that you have bestowed upon us. Our Father in heaven, we thank thee for the New Testament and that we are in the day called today. We thank thee that the gospel has made manifest a deliverance from our sins and our just guilt and condemnation without the law. Father in heaven, we thank Thee. Bless us now. Heavenly Father, we pray for every one of Your churches that You will be with each one of them. And the Lord Jesus Christ, by His Spirit, will be among them and will feed them with knowledge and understanding this very day. That they will be comforted with the preaching of the Gospel, stirred up and strengthened to live lives faithful unto Thee, their Father and Savior. Heavenly Father, we pray for their pastors and that you will raise up more pastors and faithful pastors and provoke pastors and stir them up in their spirits that they will with all their might defend the faith and earnestly contend for it in these latter days. We pray that there will be a remnant in the earth that will not fall victim or compromising associate with the carnal Christianity that is the rage of so-called Christians today. Let them stand and oppose all the modifications and compromises of your religion and let them preach the Word. And Heavenly Father, let that Word have free course and be glorified as you bless it by your Spirit. If you say the Word, Heavenly Father, your Word will not go forth without bearing fruit. It will not fall vainly upon the ground. And we pray that you will enable your men, opening the ears of your hearers and blessing your gospel to the satisfying nourishment of their souls. Heavenly Father, let all those that have been seeking to find sustenance in this world realize that there is milk and honey without measure or value. It is, it is above value that is free for the taking in the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive us our sins. Receive our thanksgiving. We adore Thee and worship Thee and glorify Thee, for there is no other God beside Thee. There is nothing that we can compare to Thee. Thou art the only faithful one in our lives, and it shall ever be true. And through the Lord Jesus Christ, hear us as we call upon Thee, as we commit this assembly into thy hands, for thy blessing, in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.